0: Come on. The strong, the powerful Travis Perry has returned to lifeblood. Welcome back, Travis. Thank you, George. Travis is a Ph.D. He is a best-selling author, a keynote speaker, an international coach. He's helping advisors make time and achieve balance. Again, I'm excited to have you back on. Travis, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, you know, um, I really just enjoy uh, helping people achieve their goals. I always have. I was a goal-oriented Stephen Covey carrying, you know, planner as like a teenager I actually am going through and we're packing a bunch of stuff to move and I found my old like Franklin planner from when I was going to college my first year. I'm like, man, I was so that guy. Yes, I was. (laughs) Um, you know, so I'm all about goals. I'm all about achieving, you know, great things in life. And, um, I grew up in a, in a home where we were, you know, really directed, reach your goals, do what you want. My dad was such a, a great, um, provider of that direction um and i had a great relationship with my father and he did so many amazing things with such a great person and role model and father in my life um, when i was 26 i began helping people achieve their financial goals as an advisor and i started at 22 and you know, i've been in it for four and a half years or so and went from state farm to northwestern mutual to independent and my father at age 49 almost 50 Passed away very suddenly of a heart attack Oof. and uh, it it really uh, shook everything up and made me wonder just about what was I doing with my own health? How are my relationships if I was to leave this world today um, now um, and they weren't where they should be, especially my own, my, my wife and I, our relationship there. Some things I needed to change about my own business. You know, what was I, was I really helping people do everything I wanted them to? And as an advisor, I love it, but I still felt a little held back. Like I couldn't help them with their health, with their relationships, with all the other goals they want to accomplish. So I knew I needed to make some change personally and enter the Make Time Institute. I I went back to school and did a master's in psychology to understand what motivates people and stress and how that relates to our health. And then I did a PhD, um, kind of very shortly thereafter, uh, in, in uh, relationships and family relationships to understand where the true source of stress actually comes from. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we laugh about it. It's so true. Like that's, oh, for sure. That's where most stress comes from, is our family relationships and money. And I worked with a guy, Jeff Dew, who was really the foremost researcher on couples and money. And, you know, I, I came out of that experience learning just a ton and will come back to this industry, financial advisors and financial professionals to help them have better work life balance, reduce their stress and be able to not only achieve their own financial goals, but their health goals, their relationship goals and their business goals along the way. And, and I wrote Achieving Balance, um, number one bestseller on Amazon, the uh, first day we released it all about how we can manage the time use the make time method that i uncovered discovered and and really researched to see if it, it you know it was working and that's what i love doing i've i've basically retired from financial industry no longer an advisor but now i consider myself an advisor to advisors really to help the industry
0: nice Well, i certainly appreciate all that So Franklin Planner in college, trying to remember, (laughs) (laughs) trying to remember how I managed anything that I was doing in college. I don't think that I was ever, uh, I don't think I ever did that. I probably had a trapper keeper even even when I was in college. (laughs)
1: Dude, those are, those are the best. I love trapper (laughs) keeper. I, I couldn't wait every year, like even through junior high. Yeah. I was that nerd like, no dude, I just got a cool one, but it was still a trapper keeper. I love those. Yeah. No, that's, that's, uh, are, are those still a thing? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Because
0: I know your kids are older so. than mine, so I, I'm not yeah. sure if I have that to look forward to or not. Anyway.
1: No, no. Yeah. There's always going to be something, though. There's always something. <laughs> for sure.
0: For sure. All right. So we all... I think fundamentally we we all want to live happy, contented, healthy, successful lives, right? And certainly the people that you are serving want that. I'm sure that these are driven, focused, hardworking, hard-driving kind of people, right? Um, Absolutely. <clears throat> why is it hard for us to do
1: this innately?
0: Why do we need help with it?
1: I, I think actually there's several factors here and I call it the workaholic trap that I wrote about in the book Achieving Balance and you know advisors can go there achievingbalancebook.com and pick that up uh, for free uh, and just pay the shipping on that but the workaholic trap is something that I think we can slide into if we're not careful and it happens and you and I have talked about it even on my podcast our beginnings right where we started in the insurance industry and it's so very much a a focus industry to produce 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 at almost any cost and at the very beginning I think as I started my career I realized oh I got into this for flexibility so that I could have freedom and I could have the financial piece that I wanted however I found myself slowly getting kind of trapped into this no you got to work nights and weekends you got to kill it you got to kiss your wife and kids goodbye until you make it and once you make it then you can reemerge from this cocoon and say, hey, look at me. You know, I can now have balance. Um, and I challenged that notion. And I said, nah, I don't think so. That's not the life I want to live, especially then after experiencing my father's death and 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 me being the first uh, or that, that being my first death claim and having to process that and going through everything. That totally changed my perspective, I'm Like, no life and time as we know it. Just are so much more valuable than any other asset that I could possibly attain That time with my family is gold. So I decided that I would be much more productive and I think that's that's the piece that I Got to um, where most advisors they realize that yeah, they've got to push against the balance as a daily issue It's a daily grind Um, How you know, how do we keep these boundaries? but once I was to you know, first able to understand what I was grinding for, what I was working hard for, and I was able to make those and set those boundaries and be super productive, then I out, you know, I outsmarted the trap. And I was able to avoid it. Not completely. I I was sliding into it, but I was able to at least avoid it. So I didn't become a workaholic.
0: Yeah, I appreciate all that. It is a, it is I I wrote down it's not a, a an actual bargain that here here's here here here's the thing is that you're just going to work hard for the first couple of years, and then after that you'll have all this flexibility. But that's not really how it works out anyway, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it's just like yeah, anyway. But even if it were, what 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 got you there is not going to get you to where you want to go, and you need to really evaluate it. And you had the experience, the awful experience of of having your dad die and that kind of opened your eyes to it. Right. So yeah, that was the catalyst. How do people know? Um, if, you know, I think that there's a lot of people who just sort of die at their desk one day and maybe they don't even recognize it.
1: Man, that, I have a great a business partner who she's, she, that's her mission is to try to help advisors not die at her desk, uh, their de- not her desk, but their desk. Um, and I think that that's a crucial point is that I think this just becomes if we're not um, proactive about it and we're just reactive creatures, then it's easy to fall into what our industry does, what our culture at our business um, suggests we do. And if we're not pushing against it, we're not gonna make change. And if we don't make change, How can we inspire, motivate, leave a legacy for our family or even our own businesses? So most business owners that I'm working with, because I went independent, I was like, oh, this culture at the financial industry, you know, with insurance agency, like this is not what I signed up for. I wanted to be a financial planner. I wanted to do plans and charge a fee and have my own name on the sign and be able to then, you know, uh, market me. But when I was just marketing the insurance company and their products, I realized this is a grind. And after I got back from um, my father's funeral and taking care of everything there, um, I sat down with a few of the older gentlemen in the in the agency. And I was like, you've been doing this 30 years. Tell me, like, how, how did you achieve bounce? And they're, they're like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm still grinding. What they told you is part and part truth and part lie. Like it, I never have really been able to get there. And I was like, whoa. That's not what I want. So I went independent. I mean, that's what you do is like you leave, right? You're like, oh, I'm out. But then once I became independent, George, it almost made things worse. I had to come with my own logo. I got to figure out my CRM. I got to figure out now my new processes. I got to not, not to mention all the clients I wanted to switch over and begin with my new broker dealer. And it was a, a, a total nightmare. I thought I was making the right decision. And long term, I was. But short term, I felt the pains of every other business owner who's like, no, man, you're crazy. You do have to work 80 hours those first few years and and make it happen. Um, And so that's when I started to learn more about productivity. The emyth author, Michael Gerber, has a fantastic – Coaching program and he does a, a bang up job of trying to teach you how to make your business scalable and not just a job, something that you now you're you're bound to. And so I, I ascribed to those principles and I found a coach who actually worked with Michael Gerber who trained me and I learned those principles and they are principles. Um, I learned those principles, but there were still a bunch of things that didn't make sense. Um, but I applied them to my life and I was like, okay, I'm gonna take these principles in. But how can I still create these boundaries? Because if I become super productive and that's helpful, I can do more in less time. If I'm a workaholic and I'm in that workaholic trap, then I will just add more hours to my day and I'll become a more productive workaholic. (laughs) (laughs) So I realized that there's something still missing. As as great as Gerber and, you know, Dave Crenshaw, the coach that that coached me through that was, I realized that I really needed to apply these principles with some serious boundaries. And that's when I I I really broke into the, my master's, my PhD and wanted to test a theory. And that theory was instead of having a coach forever in your life coaching you and keeping you accountable, that you create a built-in accountability person, which most people, married people, are their spouse. And that depends on a really good relationship, it depends on open communication, it depends on trust and, and, and great accountability, not cracking the whip or you know ball and chain. I'm talking true partnership. And that true partnership, I believe, is the goal of marriage and family in the first place. And I geeked out on every family theory possible and I researched this, and the best researchers have come to very similar conclusions. My dissertation essentially was built on incredibly smart people. I added a tiny little grain of sand to their mountain of knowledge. And my tiny little grain of sand, George was when couples share the same values that they are more likely to be happier, psychologically better in their relationship and achieve their financial goals. Essentially couples who are dedicated to each other and are on the same team, they're going to hit all of those personal goals. So I include that, and what I call the make time method—not just to be productive and work toward your goals, but actually include this accountability person in your life, who you can learn how to do these personal goals together, which will keep you from becoming a productive workaholic. Beautiful. I think that's. I think that's.
0: I think that that's pretty brilliant, Travis. Do people resist that?
1: The ones that um, don't see the vision of working together with their spouse, I'm like, ah, we can barely like plan a vacation together. Or, we have trouble working on this together. They initially do, mm-hmm. but most people, this is an incredibly logical um, deduction. And I, I I try to make decisions by logic. I understand emotion. <laughs> We're emotional creatures. Like there's no way we can get rid of emotion completely. And I'm not saying emotion's bad. And that's a whole different topic. However, logic tells me that um, this is the built-in you know accountability system. And I've done a lot of research on very successful, not even just financial advisors, but CFOs, CEOs people that are running multi-million dollar companies and they always agree to this core principle um that you know if they can they can stay accountable with their spouse that their spouse is who makes them not lose it and become a total workaholic and work forever so i i do believe so um, but that, that this is true but some of the kickback though is is just disbelief like is this even possible Yes, I'm living proof. This is possible. My wife and I actually created this system together It was her that pulled me back and said you really need to be healthier. You need to go to the doctor You need to change our diet with uh, with me (laughs) You need to you know work on our finances more than we've ever done before and we need to get out of debt And which we did and you know, there's all these things that that we worked together on our relationship We did it together um, and then as I was coaching other people, I saw those who did really well, they were the ones that had either good relationship, um, and, 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 or were married. Um, and the ones who didn't typically were coming back for more and more coaching from the coach. Uh, and so I, that wasn't, it wasn't too hard to figure out there's two camps and then to be able to test that theory in you know, PhD level research. And then come out and and see it with case studies after case study after case study. Go to my website. I have dozens of testimonials of those who worked together with their spouse and really learned it, have figured out that this has kept them long-term from going back to where they were.
0: That makes all sense in the world to me. And kind of we were joking at the top that a lot of the stress that that the, the the real stress that we experience it comes from our our, our family interactions if it's sure. problems with our kids or problems with our spouse, um, and so this is really full circle to that is the more that we can enlist the 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 help the necessity of that my spouse really understands what what how 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 I'm trying to build my business and I enlist her help in in helping me to understand what boundaries she needs or he or she needs me to have. And then, and and vice versa. And those are, I assume, agreed upon and constantly revisited. And when one or the other needs to sort of pull the other one back or push them a little further, then that's easier to do.
1: Totally. Absolutely. And, and, and this is where maybe this is difficult for some to wrap their minds around. Like, ah, you know, we have a good relationship. We like each other we love each other. Um, And to go into this next level of really a thriving marriage where they're working together, if you can think, you know, if you have children, it's, I think it's easier to imagine like, okay, we have to work together um, to raise this child, these children. The interesting thing is what we found in the research though, is if that's all your goals, uh, by the time your kids grow up, when they leave home, there is a spike in divorce. They call it gray divorce once all the kids leave and you're empty nesters because there is the tendency that if that's it, that's if that's the only thing in your relationship that you're holding on to, the only goal you're working on, then you might look at each other and go, gee, well, who are you? <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, what do we do now? And so there's this, there's this time period where couples need to really come together and say, well, what are we in this relationship for? And, you know, uh, that whole idea, you know, it's, it's for love. Well, that's great. So then what is love? What are the goals of your relationship? Is it simply just a exchange? Um, or is it truly more deep than that? And I believe that the best thriving relationships that I've ever seen are those that make goals and set them together. Um, Dr. Gottman, John Gottman is the foremost researcher on, on couples And divorce and he can predict like 97% of couples that come into his uh, uh, Lab he calls it the love lab they come in and he can predict based on how they act and interact and I built on his theory that um, if couples will do two things share their goals with each other and work on goals together and Support their individual goals separately that their relationship will thrive And so I looked at that and I looked at, well, what's deeper than goals? It's values. When you can peel those away, financial advisors know this, that when you peel down to the, you know, peel down this onion um, and get to the core, that goals are just these actions built on values that drive people those are the principles that drive them forward that's their internal motivation they don't need anthony robbins every day saying you got to do it you know no you like they know what what drives them and they work toward that together
0: i love it that's brilliant like the next level of a thriving relationship well, Travis,
1: people people are ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? <laughs> the difference making tip is spend one hour a week. Okay, thirty minutes <laughs> to an hour a week. Uh, everybody gets, ah, an hour, but you can do a half hour, you can do 45 an hour. Spend, you know, 30 to 60 minutes a week with your spouse. And Talk about your time, where you're spending it, what you are going to be working on? doesn't mean you have to give every detail of every part of your business life, but talk about where you're going to be, where your schedules are, coordinate things, coordinate a time to be together, to have a date weekly, and then go over your goals, support each other with your goals, share them, share your individual goals, and set relationship and financial goals together. I can't, I can't push that more than, than anything else. But you gotta do those things, as if you don't, like everything else in the world is gonna push against your relationship, against your finances. You're a financial literacy guy. You know this. It takes two people to really be on that same team. Um, if you can do that, most problems in your relationship will be f- um, figured out, and you're gonna have time to even talk about some of those serious issues. As you do that. if you struggle with relationship uh communication well get figure out communication together i've got plenty of resources there's a lot of you know people out there that teach it Um, if you struggle with the actual implementation of the financial pieces in your financial advisor hire another financial advisor hire somebody to do that or get some get some help yourself and walk through the education but it really just comes down to you've got to get on that same page be on the same team going the same direction and from there you not only will achieve your personal goals but your business will thrive because you'll have that support at home and you won't have that push against you won't have the stress you're bringing to work you are more likely to do better be more productive at work and keep that balance um going forward well i think that that is great stuff That definitely gets come on come on travis thank you so much for coming
0: back on where can people learn more about you how can people engage with you
1: Get my book, Achieving Balance. um, Go to achievingbalancebook.com. I've got the book there on audio for pre-order. And also, uh, as the paperback, you can just pay for the $8.99 for the shipping. We'll send that out to you. It's a steal of a deal. Otherwise, I mean, you can go pay $15.99 on Amazon if you'd like. Um, But we'll send that out to you if you just go there, fill out the information. Plus, I've got a ton of bonuses. I've got a three-hour productivity um, time management mastery that I'll send you, a three-hour training there on how to be more productive at work. I've got a 10-minute training on how to streamline your email inbox, because I know from my research that emails the number one, if not number two place where financial advisors and business owners get tripped up. They do. They just get stuck there. Um, So I've got a train that will really be able to help you streamline that. And if they want to do a one on one with me, it's a $750 value. You can apply there for a one on one um, chat with me to see where I can help you get unstuck. Love it. If you enjoyed this as much as I
0: did, show Travis your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to AchievingBalanceBook.com. Get a copy of it just for the shipping. Uh, take advantage of that three-hour masterclass. Get on top of the email and book a time with Travis as well. Thanks again, Travis. Thanks, George, for having me on. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight we are all in this together.